We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast, the Anora Boys are in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. As always, we are on that station, CFB Nation, and it's presented by Twisted Tea. Left, we're going to talk about Marcus Freeman. The secondary finally being tested. Brennan Armstrong in the North Carolina State offense and what they might bring to task early, 11 o'clock start, 12 noon on the East Coast. But something happened last night. We did a primetime show, and it was really a mega show because we gave you two hours. And we're going to start with, we're going to get to some leftovers that were funny, right? Notre Dame fans are in their feelings about some of the things we said. So we have to give them some clarity. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, or the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy between Iowa and Iowa State, maybe heading to Tuscaloosa to watch Texas and Alabama, or any other matchup in the Week 2 action, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. 
Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Well, we need to start because something happened last night as we got off and we said, Notre Dame fans, we want you to go enjoy the second half of Clemson Duke. I didn't know it was going to go that way, left. Well, uh, you know, not as brutal as it was, no. I thought, you know, obviously Duke had a solid foundation going into it. I like their head coach, but getting banged like they did shocked a lot of people. Now, let me tell you something. Remember we left the show last night talking about how important the quarterback position is in this day and age. Like, it's crazy. And how the quarterback play is being elevated. Yeah. We talked about Notre Dame possibly going back to the portal next year. Clemson has a quarterback problem, bro. Yep. Clemson has a quarterback problem. And it's not so much. This it this this highlights what Sam Hartman does for Notre Dame. Take Tyler Buckner, for instance. Tyler Buckner was talented, but it just seemed like crazy and bad things would just happen. The craziest and bad things, right? And you get someone with the experience and poise of Sam Hartman, and it seems like the chances of those crazy things happening become slim to none. Clemson, the entire second half, just runs the ball like crazy, gets to the red zone. Man. Klubnik and Shipley with an exchange fumble. Massa with an exchange fumble. It is the inexperience of a quarterback that get to the one-yard line, false start, moves him back. Klubnik pulls the ball instead of giving it to Shipley for a touchdown and then gets ends up getting sacked, trying to run out to the right. It is just the inexperience and the lack of composure at quarterback 
in this day and age cost you, especially on the road in college football. But Dabo Sweeney, look, this is why Jack Swarbrick and Gene Smith both left college football as athletic directors after being two of the most powerful over the last decade. They're principled men. They're principled men that don't like the direction of college football. And instead of their principles being challenged, they decided to walk away. So you tip your cap to them. Dabo in the face of transfer portal, NIL, he's going to stand on his podium, beat his chest the same way he beat his chest when other issues that impacted his black players on his team, he stood and beat his chest on the conservative side and it injured his recruiting. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, you got to read the tea leaves, my brother. You got to read the tea leaves. You just, you have to adapt because you're there to serve those young men in your program. It's not about you. You got to adapt. And if you want that program, the four to five last five losses, come on, man. You get, you get dubbed at Notre Dame. You go home and end up getting dubbed by South Carolina at home. You win a championship game against North Carolina, but then you go and get dubbed by Tennessee. Then you come back the first game of the season. After the whole offseason. And you get pummeled by Duke. Administration, they might forgive Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. They might forgive possibly all those other games too, except when you're losing and getting bludgeoned by your ACC basketball school. The basketball team is the team that people go crazy for at Duke. Yeah. That hurts when you know what was crazy. You know, you watch Duke basketball games, right? That's right. And you know when Duke makes a run, you've watched games, you get used to hearing the Duke fight song. We hear it all the time when we see the camera crazy, he's going crazy, right? That was the first time I heard that fight song on the football field last night. Oh, yeah, it was loud too. They, they rushed the, the field, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, they playing the, the basketball song. I thought this was the Cameron Indoor. Right. I, I didn't. I was like, wait a minute, is that turf or is that the hardwood they run it on? Because they shot it from over top. I was like, wait a minute, when did they get green court? Uh, no, that's the football. Yeah. And they came out because they believe in what they got this year as a product. But we need to slow down. Notre Dame fans of hoisting Duke as the challenge to get us to where we're trying to go. Duke is a good team. No, that's not what I that's I said Duke is going to be. They're a good team. The, because of the games is sandwiched in between. It wasn't about Duke. It's about where it was on the schedule. That's going to be a tough game. It's going to be tougher. Notre Dame. If Notre Dame, we said it yesterday, if Notre Dame brings the A game, it's a wrap. Like, 
But the difference is why I'm still like it's not as big of a deal as it may appear to people that are looking at it is because we have depth this time. We have we are two and three deep. So yeah, we still are gonna have a huge piece of us taken from the Ohio State game, which in my opinion, I don't think is gonna be as emotional as it is construed to be either because they're struggling. They're in the same dang near boat as Clemson. They just played a worse team in Indiana. So Ohio State is hanging on by a limb as well because of their quarterback situation not being the second pick of the draft talented. And so Marvin Harrison Jr., like I said, like I said, Marvin Harrison Jr. just is like a regular receiver. He can't throw the ball to himself. I've been saying that. C.J. Stroud was putting that thing in places that a lot of guys can't do. And especially Kyle McCord right now. So Marvin Harrison is not looking like the Marvin Harrison Jr. that we know because of the guy throwing it to him. So Ohio State got their own issue. Yeah. Well, these that's why I'm like, this is not a a game as if we were going into and playing a Colorado and then come and playing a Duke. Yeah. That's a lot of emotion. That's a lot of stuff going on. But this Ohio State game is shaping up to be how the Glimpsey game is looking. Like another good game, not 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 season hinge worth because they got to make sure that they stay on their game. They got a tough. I mean, look, Duke is a Mike Elko. First of all, tip of the cap. He does, yo, amazing job. And the talent there, look, the talent is much better, especially defensively, right? And they have they have a a. a they have a good quarterback. They have a good young quarterback that's still growing. Uh, but we oh. got to be realistic, too, is that, come on, Duke is a team this, that this, is not good, right? They just got on the verge of being pretty solid. No, in. no, no. When David Cutcliffe was there, he, he put together about four or five. David Cutcliffe was right before. That was a break in between Cutcliffe and Elko. David Cutcliffe, that's – David Cutcliffe, what's the quarterback of the Giants? They, no, I'm saying the the gap from the three or four years are consistently getting better since Cutcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since Cutcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, nothing but, after Cutcliffe left for, for yeah, a minute. So yeah. Uh, yeah, because of that, we don't know how this team is gonna find themselves later in the season. They could fizzle out. Yeah. Just like how Marshall fizzled out right after they yeah. beat us in the game of the season. So I'm not convinced. Yeah. They got to do their part still, just like yeah. everybody else, in getting yeah. to the game. So Absolutely. I'm not going to overwhelm this conversation like Duke is going to replace the Clemson in this big game because Duke's still a basketball school. So I would never yeah. be thinking like, oh, man, that they can they can pull one off. No, I don't think we're in a position where we're allowing that to happen anymore. I think that's the old oh. way of thinking as a fan base where we're like, man, hell, Purdue can give us a game and, hell, if we don't pay attention, Pitt may blow. No, this is not the same thinking as the years before. We are solidified on a foundation of we're going to beat the teams we're supposed to beat yeah. and make it look good. Yeah. So a Duke is a team we're supposed to beat, and we're yeah. going to make it look good. It doesn't change just because they've beaten a team that's completely average right now and has no quarterback and probably the last – when's the last time you've seen – Clemson's setup is real wild. 
is definitely trending opposite of the times. So I think that for us, getting into this new perspective of thinking, it's just another game on the schedule. And Ohio State is, as they're looking, has more concerns than looking ahead to week four. For us, yeah, we're one game at a time, but also we're not we're going to into the game with an efficiency. We're going into the yeah. game knowing who we are. And a lot of these teams don't know who they are. You looked at Clemson offense, they don't know who they are. You looked at Ohio State's offense, they don't know who they are on offense. They want to be something, but they can't make it happen because they don't have the players to do it. So in my perspective, I, I at least know who we are. I know what we can go into the game and go do without even being in the coach's office on a week-to-week basis. I know for a fact we can turn around and hand that football off. I know for a fact that if, if third and eight, I'm good with Sam Hartman in, in, the, in the driver's seat so far. I'm, uh-huh. I'm good with him giving us a chance to, hell, get us close to and We may go for it on fourth down because it'd be four for short. Yeah. And guess what we can do in that situation? We can hand it off. We can throw it. We can do anything we want. Defensively, I'm seeing a lot better effort from guys that I had questions about going into yeah. the last offseason. Yeah. And if they're giving better effort, that's good enough for me because now I can know us playing complementary football, the offense is going to back up the defense. And that's something that we haven't had in a long time on a consistent basis. The defense don't have to be out there 100 plays a game because the offense is taking up some time of possession. Sam Hartman just driving, boop, 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 boop. And the ball off, just breaking, you know. So we are in control of our own destiny when it comes to knowing who we are and moving forward. So I'm not looking at Ohio State as a threat when they have their own problems to worry about. Yeah. Dabo, first game coming into the season, has no idea what he saw. He's like, it's the worst thing. I'm shocked. How you shocked first game of the season? <laughs> you, you, you in the ICU the first game of the season? He's just not used to, which is which is interesting. You got to keep up. Hey, with the look, I see. It's two things I want to point out that was said in chat. The first one, you know, someone was talking about Duke scheduling has nothing to do. Scheduling has everything to do. If Notre Dame would have played Ohio State later in the season last night, Ohio State would have won by two touchdowns. Notre Dame called Ohio State early when they really weren't playing well. Is you scheduling matters. When you play a team matters. And if you schedule a team like Duke in between tougher games, your big three games, that's like you don't want to play a, a big game the week after you play Nate. Because your knees – no, I'm talking about back in the day, your knees are going to be bad. It's like, yo, scheduling matters. So to just poo-poo the scheduling. And then for me, look, I, I just watched Clemson run the ball, run for 200 yards. If Notre Dame run for 200 yards, Duke ain't going to be close in that game. Oh. It's not, it's not it. They let it. They let Notre Dame in, the, in inside the 10-yard line four times. That, that game is over. Quick. It's over. And that's it's what over. I'm saying. If you watch oh, the game, as much, no way. As much as, you, as much as you might be impressed by what Duke did, Clemson ran the ball. Man. Yeah. 
Will Shipley would be on the bottom of the depth chart with Jabron Payne. Currently. Man. Currently. And he's out there going crazy. You're absolutely right, Sean. Everybody's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, Clemson was 58-0 when they ran for 200 and threw for over 100 or something like that. So it, statistically, it's an anomaly. But Duke, yeah, you're happy, but are you? You got lucky with turnovers in crucial spots. It, yeah. That doesn't usually happen in an average college football game. Which is crazy because if you watch the first half, Duke was Duke gave the game away. Duke yeah. should have been up two touchdowns in the first half. Easily. And in the second half, Clemson just gives the game away because Clemson should have had at least three touchdowns. At least. So if at you least. think about it, if this was – at Clemson, would Duke be having the same success? I don't think so. I think this, the mistakes that they made, crucial mistakes they made, is because they was at away playing at another stadium. If they was at home, they would feel comfortable enough to punch it in, crowd going crazy, and you dealing with all of that, which I think is the added, the additive to where our experience comes in. But you got to think, we at that point, when we play Clemson, we didn't travel all around the world to play to everybody we need to get yeah. ready for. So yeah. it doesn't affect us as it would affect the Duke, who is a regional. They playing teams down the street, and then they play the big boss at the end of the road. So for us, I do think we're built for these back-to-backs, and that's why Marcus Freeman got all these guys two-way anyway, because if somebody go down, he, gotta, he can switch a receiver quick. He can switch a linebacker quick, whatever. And, and the and youth, the youth, we have, we finally have some guys yes. that come in Talk the game, that come in the school, ready Talk to play. It. Finally, we Talk got some guys that came off the bus with their backpack, pillow, fresh out of graduation of high school. Talk about and it. And be productive in a game like this. I trust a Jaden Osbury to jump in there with a Jalen Sneed and make something happen against Duke. Because they're going to be ready by the time they get there because we we playing them now. we playing them now. They're going to play an Ohio State game. I guarantee it. They're going to play in this North Carolina game this next week. I, I mean, this week. I guarantee it. So by the time we get to Clemson, we got guys that are ready to go. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea. Your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. So it's 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 what we're built for, which I think Marcus Freeman had the the knowledge of, he saw the schedule too. He said, okay, emotional game, Ohio State. We're coming back with Duke. We got to have the depth and the, and the rotation 
and the experience with the young guys that's ready-made to come in and be competitive because we'll overwhelm a Duke by fourth quarter. We got five running backs. Bruh. You think Duke's going to be ready to stop that all game? Yeah, they're going to have this, a height. This is this is the mistake people are making, bro. <laughs> Duke played – go watch that game again. Duke played maybe a B-minus game. Yeah. Maybe a B-minus game. I'll say this again. If Duke allows Notre Dame to run for 200 yards on the ground, the game will not be close. I don't care how you talk about Duke being a good team. If Notre Dame is running the ball for 200 yards with the poise of Sam Harton, Steve Angeli will be in the game in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Steve's playing in Duke. As Duke. And look at that the dude. numbers, too. The numbers signify that Clemson could do whatever they want. Those major turnovers are the reason why you're like, how do you have that many yards and lost the game? And that's why, that's why, that's why you can't say anything about Garrett Riley as an OC. Yeah. He made the change at halftime. Like, we're about to come out and power, power run against these dudes. <laughs> and they did it. And they did it all half. He called a great game. It's not his fault. The running back fumbles at the one. You get a procedural call at the one on the other one. Pay improvement fumbles well in exchange with all of that has nothing to do with the OC. Nothing. The OC called a great game in the second half. He's looking at the stats. She's like, "How did we not win?" Absolutely. We we Duke is like we got to really think about the fact that we got lucky. Because who's making that many mistakes that close to the, that Duke close? Two fumbles inside the five. Two. Like, Duke's going home like they had to rush the field. they like, I can't believe we pulled it off. I can't believe we we did. I mean, we shouldn't have won. It's not a, oh, they're just so much better. They shouldn't have won. So let's not act like Duke, Duke did what they were supposed to, yes. They, are they a better than the sorry teams that we've known them to be before? Yes. But let's not act like they're at the level of where we are and act like they're going to threaten us. Like, come on, we have been built for this. That old That's, perspective of any team can play with us, I don't believe that this year. Left, you you know what? You're right. You pulled me over. I might have been on the dark side a little bit this morning. <laughs> because... The old mindset, the old Notre Dame mindset that we had gotten used to was, oh, man, we got to watch out for that Duke team, boy. Ooh. Yeah. And you take a step back and you really what, look at that game, like really look at the game. Clemson physically dominated that game in the second half. Duke's a small team. With an <laughs> offensive line that's probably nowhere near as talented. And, the running, and their running backs are nowhere near. They have a number seven trying to act like Aldrich Estimate. He's not Aldrich Estimate. He's not Aldrich Estimate. He's not Aldrich Estimate. So, left, you might be right. And Sam Hartman is a better quarterback than Riley Leonard. And I like Nobody Riley. Nobody on Duke's offense will start over our guys right now. Nobody on like, offense is not running back. Right and now. I say something else. Stop talking about the coaches Clemson lost. Clemson has a talent problem. Their problem is not coaching. Their problem is they don't have a Deshaun Watson. They don't have a Trevor Lawrence. They don't have a T. Higgins. 
Name a receiver from Clemson that's been All-American status over the last four years. I don't even know who they got now. That's what's crazy. Will Shipley is the only person I know. Clemson he has a talent problem, bro. And that's why Dabo, you see right there at the bottom of the screen left, Dabo needs to run to the light, bro. Yeah. He needs to run yeah. to the light. We talked about Notre Dame, the quarterback situation, running to the light. Maybe running to the portal again. Yeah. Yeah. Dabo needs to run to the light. Yeah. This ain't this ain't this ain't that wholesome stuff you be trying to push. No, you will lose. You will lose. Oh, no. like. And I wonder how long it's going to be before somebody in Clemson administration pulls him in the office and says, "All right, this hey, because they play Florida State in two weeks, bro." Hey, hey, that's gonna be embarrassing for them. Hey, they play Florida State in two weeks. Can Dabo uh, survive another? Because Florida State gonna put it on him. And and you know they gotta play well in general, so it ain't like they're gonna be running for four hundred and throwing for two hundred. It's not gonna be like that. <laughs> and that score may look like that, but it's uh, gonna be because they've been getting whooped on, yeah. not because they've been fumbling on the one. So and Michael Johnson said they have a quarterback. Who? Who's that quarterback? Yeah, ooh. Uh, ooh. not the dude fumbling in, inside the red zone. No, not that guy. Not the dude running for a first down or fourth down and doesn't know when you start to slide before the first down mark and you, you're gonna come up short. Who? What quarterback do they have? Not the one that was inaccurate in the first half. Who? Yeah. Show me the difference make a quarterback they have. Because I saw a full weekend of difference make a quarterback. Yeah, young and old. Duke had the best quarterback on the field last night. Easily. 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 Like, by far. There's a talent problem at Clemson. Huge talent problem. And thank God Marcus Freeman, that's the one thing he solved or tried to solve when he got here. Get some talent in here. <laughs> and he's not ashamed to go to the portal. No. That's and one thing we see. He's not ashamed to go to the portal. He's not ashamed to have honest conversations to say, hey, we got to improve this position immediately. That's he Marcus Freeman it ran to the light left middle of last season. Losing Marshall, losing Stanford. He's like, you know what? I can't. Uh -uh. I can't depend upon recruiting. I saw this quarterback situation. I got to run to the light. And not only that, look at the look at the guys we end up losing in their production. Adante Moore, Dylan Edwards. He did his thing in recruiting with the times. That's a guy looking for talent and had it. Keon Keeley in the building, Richard Young in the building. Dylan Edwards wearing the jersey committed. Dante Moore 
was upset. He hey, couldn't come you, to Notre Dame. Yo, can I ask you a question? Because I got Michael Johnson just threw out the excuse that K. Klub niggas a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Did Dante Moore? Did Dante Moore just pop on Saturday? Did Dante Moore just pop on Saturday? What year is it? What year did Caleb Williams pop left? This same year, and he played half. What year did Michael? What year did Michael Penix pop left? Hold on, Michael Penix popped at Indiana. Yeah. All these dude, I don't want to hear that, bro. I don't want to hear that. Difference maker quarterbacks pop. Shador Sanders popped as a freshman. Well, it was the HBCU. All right, whatever. K. Klubnik ain't it. He ain't pop. He ain't that dude. He ain't one of them dudes. His he might end up being. He might end up being a pretty good quarterback after three or four years, but he's not a difference maker. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Deshaun Watson. He ain't. He's not on that level. And he can lose games for you. He's not on that level. That's what Dabble was shocked by. He's like, I don't have a guy I thought I did. That's 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 the point. That's the point. You can you can group quarterbacks. He's not an instant difference maker. He's not a step on the field. As soon as you put him on there, and he changes your program, that's not K. Kluber. So I you might as well put put him in the group with everybody else. I told you about them Texas quarterbacks when they don't play in Texas. I told you about that. Remember, we had to do. Um, well, I'm glad we got his wide receiver. Yeah, y'all, y'all was getting on me about. Uh, I didn't get on you, bro. I was just saying that the state. Of, no, you talking about Braylon? Braylon James pop. Yeah, I was, was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, Texas quarterbacks do not do well outside of Texas. Mm. And, and I don't care how good they think they are and all of that. They get exposed when they get outside of that state. I wouldn't take no Texas quarterback unless it was Kyler Murray, but that's in the right situation. Jalen Hurst did all right, but he right he went with Nick Saban. That's all I'm that, saying. All I'm saying is Clemson had generational talent at the wide receiver position and at the quarterback position and at the running back position come through there at the same time. If you really want to compare Kate Klubnik to Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson, I don't know what you look I don't know what you're looking at. He's not he's not generational. He's not. Because it doesn't take two years to see if somebody's generational. Hell no. It's like it's like watching uh, it's like music. It don't take you three albums to be like, oh, he sound good. No. no. I ain't heard, I, you know, the first time I heard 50 Cent, I said, okay, yeah. You know, if I was your best friend, I want you. I mean, it don't take long. It take the first 30 seconds to know if you, if a guy got talent, if you can hear something differently, you know. Yeah. And That's see, how it this this is gonna sound crazy, and I hope 
I hope I can be, I hope I can make it make sense. Sam Hartman was not a generational quarterback when he got the Wake Forest. No, he's a seasoned guy. But he is he is generational for Notre Dame right now. Mm-hmm. Because of who he is and the timing of him coming to Notre Dame and what Notre Dame has suffered. It feels generational. It's almost like you feel like, oh, my God, we haven't had a quarterback like this. He's going to elevate the pro. It has that feel, even though he's not a generational quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not. But it has, it has that feel for the program because of the timing and everything. And that's why last night we had to ask, man, if Notre Dame wins 11 games this year, gets to the playoffs, and then whatever happens in the playoffs, and then piggybacks off that, does Marcus Freeman have to go back to the portal, or does he put a young, strong, developing program and deep team in the hands of a sophomore and a freshman quarterback? Yep. That's a tough decision. Not if you know you got a guy. But, I mean, Gino Gadouli might be – the wild card in all of this because Kenny Minchie could be ready. That's what I'm saying. If you know you got the trust in your guy, like Dabble had trust in K. Klubnik, um, you know, the beat out DJ Unongagale. I think it's a, it definitely depends on where the state of the team is. Is the team ready to pop? Mm. We'll find out with Sam. But if the team is championship ready going into next year, which we believe it has a good chance, especially yeah, with the class coming in as talented as they are, yeah, the young talent that's going to be tremendously better by next year because all the playing time they're going to get this year. If they're on the cusp, I wouldn't mind them going to the transfer portal if the right guy was in there. If a, I'm trying to think of the guys that would be available – because all the all the guys that are good now are draft eligible. <laughs> Ain't too many yeah, guys that hey. aren't draft eligible. So if your boy out there in uh Westwood mishandles that NIL money, Notre Dame can, Notre Dame can change their uh transfer policies and we can just have Dante come on back. But no, seriously, man. So it's a matter of this is this is Drew Drew Aller, because I think Frank Franklin had to make the same decision, right? I like Drew. Uh, uh, is it Aller or Allar? Is it Aller? Aller Aller Aller. He's a sophomore, right? He's a true sophomore. He's nice. And he said, I mean, Sean Clifford was kind of like a Sam like Hartman Joe for Smith. them last He's like year. Joe Schmidt. Just he, you got to put him in there. He's got the legacy, you know. Let him finish strong, sixth, seventh year guy, whatever. Yeah, Drew Aller got time. Yeah. Let him have his swan song. He's more like Paul Pierce, not Kobe on the farewell tour. Yeah. You can show respect, but, you know, we we got something that we're going to be excited about next year. Yeah. And Drew is in the perfect situation. Got three years if you want him. Yeah. Nothing behind him and everything in front of him. And I think we should have took him based on his talent compared to who we end up taking because I think he'll be a top five guy in two years or a year from now. 
So it is very, as we said before, college football, especially for Notre Dame, is yo, this this portal has changed everything, man. That's why Duke is competitive now. You know, all the talent they've gotten defensively through the portal. You find you a good solid quarterback. Running game, offensive line, good coaches. Hey, what else do you want? That's how you yeah, build a solid program. But as you said before, we look, congrats to Duke. Congrats. I left that game last night feeling a whole lot better about the matchup. Because Riley Leonard's a great quarterback. Right, so you worry about Riley Leonard, his ability to make plays with his feet, throw the ball. That that Duke that Duke defense has a lot, a lot to work on, especially when it comes to the run defense. As we'll say it again, if Notre Dame is allowed to run for two hundred yards with Sam Hartman at quarterback. That game won't even be close when Notre Dame goes up to Durham. No. <laughs> won't be close. It won't be close. Lucky Lefty Club Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.